0: What's going on guys and gals? Welcome to episode 65 of the WorkPrint's Gamescast, brought to you by theworkprint.com. As always, I'm your host Rob, and I'm being joined by my co-host and producer Bilal. What's up Bilal?
1: Not much, man. Not much. Feeling better. Glad to be recording again uh, without sounding like a nasal mess. So, uh, yeah, good times. Good times ahead. How about you? How you been? Uh...
0: All right, can't complain too much. I just, you know, we were supposed to record this on Tuesday originally, and then I had something pop up last minute. And then I didn't (laughs) relay properly that we could do it Wednesday. And then you had some an obligation. So here we are on a Thursday, just honestly proving a point. You need to follow us on social media. (laughs) Yes, because when stuff like this happens, that's where you'll find out about it. But I was, uh, I, was, I
1: was, laughing. Uh, we went to this like, do you guys have like a Perry Perry chicken place down in Virginia.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yes.
1: So a new one opened up uh, here in Jersey. So we were, we decided to go there with them, uh, my in laws, and. I'm
0: sitting down. Like they just brought out the food, and you're like, "Hey, you ready to uh, stream?" Was, and I'm like, "Listen, I was in our Discord channel for recording. <laughs> like already set up, waiting. And I was there. I was like, I like about grabbing like a chicken. and I was like."
1: No way! This is happening today. <laughs> so I, was, I, was like, I was like, "Did I miss something?" And, w- and The funny part was we like, we were we just talked about like we should be communicating a little bit better. Like if something comes yeah. up, uh, and uh, it was it was funny. Uh, it, was, it was all worked out though. Um,
0: yeah, I mean, we're here. Yes, we're
1: here. We played a lot of fun games.
0: Uh, a lot of betas. Yeah, uh, actually, on the yeah. This week. Yeah, some stuff. Yeah. Some new stuff to talk about. Uh, let me get. To kick it off and I'll just start it with something that's not new is I mentioned last week that I had only played a little bit of the new apex legend season and how it seemed like the new legend was very strong, but I couldn't confirm that myself. Cause I hadn't played as him yet. He's all I've been playing as now lately. He is so, so strong. And I feel like, I feel like he's the best legend out there right now. Honestly, uh, I also love the changes they've made to world's edge. I've gotten just, I'm 100% all in on doing ranked and competitive, so I've mostly just been playing that mode, and it's also exciting to see how much this game has blown up on Twitch with all of the big Twitch streamers kind of leaving Warzone, especially considering the state that that game is in with all the, you know, stream snipers and hackers and stuff like that, and coming over and falling in love with Apex and giving Apex a second shot for some of them. And just seeing how big this community has grown in the past week since the season has launched has been super, super exciting. And I am addicted all over again. It's one of those things where, like, when I turn on my Xbox, it's what I want to play. And so I, like, go there. I'll look at the friends list, and I get, you know, this is going to sound kind of crummy, but... I actually get a little bit disappointed if I see too many of my friends are on <laughs> cuz then it's like I can't play Apex so we have to find something that we can all play. And so yeah. but that's where I'm at with this game right now where you know I mean that's
1: what the appear offline feature is for. So you text two friends on the side the one the two <laughs> friends you really want to play with be like, "Hey guys, yeah. say you got to go appear offline and we're jumping on <laughs> Apex." Um, it, no, no, that's also awesome. I would like, I
0: would feel way too guilty if I did that honestly. <laughs>
1: Uh, I am curious, though, like, what is it that makes Seer so good as a new champion compared to others? So
0: so I'll just go over his kit really quickly on the podcast for those who don't know. His passive ability is when he aims down the sights, around the reticle is another reticle of sorts, another circle. And if somebody is within 75 meters of you, there's a little indicator and a heartbeat that you hear. So you can't Mm -hmm. see exactly where they are, but you know that they're either to the right, the left, or directly in front of you, and they're within 75 meters. So that's just his passive. So I'll enter a new area similar to how people will play Bloodhound. I'll enter a new area and I'll aim down my sights right away as I'm walking through it to kind of just find someone. Whereas with Bloodhound, you would have to use your tactical and actually pulse, you know. Mm -hmm. His tactical, his left bumper, his ability that comes up most often is he shoots essentially a um, tunnel forward, and anybody that's within that tunnel takes 10 damage, which is insignificant, honestly. But it highlights them, and it interrupts. So if somebody's healing or trying to res, if they get hit by the tunnel, it'll interrupt that animation.
1: Does the tunnel go through? It goes through walls. It goes through everything. Yeah,
0: it's a set length but it goes through anything. So I think actually the 10 damage is probably a side effect of having to interrupt people. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know that that's my guess, because it, it really is insignificant damage. Just why even have the damage to interrupt is the big yeah. part. What makes them so strong is, not only do you see where they are highlighted, you also see how much shield and how much health they have. And so it gives you just so much information that you see somebody and they've got full shield, full health, you're not going to push them. But if you see someone, even if it's you're outnumbered, it's a two on three. If you see that they're half shield, half health or, you know, trying to heal up and stuff like that, you're going to go full push. And that's what makes them super, super strong is just the amount of information you get out of them in a game like this, where knowing how much shield and health somebody has is a huge, huge advantage.
1: Yeah. Because I know, like, even just playing it, I think there's a sound effect for when you break someone's shield. So, like, there's those call-outs that you do. I mean, just having any more information than that could turn the tides easily.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Especially when this game is at a point right now where the meta is a scan character, whether it be Bloodhound, Seer, or somebody else that gives you information, a mobility character, usually in the form of Octane, and then, like, a Gibraltar. OK, so with so many people running Octane or Pathfinder, having that information, having the aggressive pushes is kind of how this game is played for the most part, especially in ranked in the higher levels you come, you, you get to. So just the amount of information that he gives you is, is so, so strong. Also, he gets his ability fairly quickly. I think they are doing not I think they've already announced that they're going to do a balance patch on him <laughs> soon, <laughs> which, you know, it. It just goes to show you just how strong he is out of the gate that they're already bringing him down. And doesn't, I have to imagine that always that the... upset you when you're just like you're having so much fun, but like yeah, you know it's yeah. gonna come and you're just like okay, let me get as many hours me... as I can. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But also he needs it. I'm I'm one of those yeah. people who very much when a character is overpowered or a gun is uh, overpowered just for the health of the game because I love the game so much, I'm okay with that stuff getting nerfed. The problem is when they go a little bit too far and then a character becomes almost unusable after being very very good that's when there's a bit of a problem i think actually pathfinder is kind of in that zone where he was incredibly strong way too strong when his grapple was on like a seven second cooldown and now he's you know not unplayable but he's just not as much fun or as useful as he used to be and so i think that's what's going to happen to sierra is i think that the only way to nerf him is to increase the cooldowns on his abilities because the Passive in and of itself isn't that strong. Yes, it gives you information, but it's not it's not A ton of information, you know, yeah, it really is just hey, there's somebody kind of nearby it is the Ability to uh, in my opinion it's the ability to see how much shield and health they have that is what makes them so incredibly strong and so I think the way you nerf him is you make the cooldown on that ability longer And you also make the duration that they are marked and exposed shorter. Okay. And so we'll see how they actually go about doing that. But I'm having an absolute blast. I also played a little bit of arena because I am doing the challenges for the battle pass. And I love arena as well. I think the new map that they added. What's it called? It's something lava whatever, the, the newer uh, arena map that they added is uh, really, really good. It feels uh, tighter and more contained than some of the other maps. And I think it has resulted in uh, better pacing in, in the fight. So hopefully they continue to go in this direction and continue to strengthen that mode as well. Because like I said before, I think that mode is a very good change of pace. And this game continuing to be a platform and introducing new modes that are just as good but different is amazing to me and it's something that you really don't see with other games um you know outside of a game that has like a multiplayer suite that has a whole bunch of different modes like say your call of duties or your halos or Splitgate, which we've uh both been playing correct yeah. you played some as well uh, no
1: so I downloaded it, uh, okay. so l- let me re- rewind a bit in this timeline, uh, because you were playing Apex. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I saw you guys playing Apex, and I saw you guys playing Splitgate, but over the past weekend, my, one of my cousins was studying for one of his med school exams. He took it, and he like finally texted us back. And I was so happy, because like, he, was a, he was the cousin I used to play Destiny with. Uh, or we would just game into the hours. It was just like a way for us to catch up. So I messaged my cousins. I was like, "Hey, let's let's have like a game night. Let's do something." So Friday night, um, so Friday night we downloaded a bunch of stuff um, uh, in order to play, and then nobody signed on besides me. <laughs> and I I was I was a bit sad. And so then I jumped into a, a party chat with uh, some of our friends, and they were playing smite and they're like they're talking about the battle pass and whatnot and I, like they're doing call outs and like talking about all these amazing moves and I, I got to a really dark place where i fired up league of legends back up and i played one ranked match and i won <laughs> Um
0: that's that's bad
1: and uh, just just to just to put the shame into perspective when i when i play late into the night my wife normally she goes to bed she doesn't ever wake up she woke up that night uh came as i was playing that match of league she's like i just threw up everything i ate and then she's like are you playing league and i was like uh yeah i was like yeah i'm sorry um drink a bottle of sprite i can't really pause this <laughs> um so th- that was my shame there uh we meant to play split gate but we yeah it was one of those games on there but we just never got around to it um i, I watched a few videos it seems like halo meets portal uh, yeah, general. I mean, that's absolutely, uh, yeah, listen, that is <laughs> yeah. how
0: everybody describes it, and that is absolutely apt. I mean, it feels very much like Halo, and actually, that's part of the reason why I'm enjoying it so much, is kind of scratching that itch that I have for Halo right now, and it makes me even more excited for when we get Halo proper, because while I think this is very, very good, and I think the addition of portals is is very cool and changes the way the game is played... There are many times, depending on the map and depending on, you know, who I'm playing against, people who are maybe more experienced with this game and stuff like that, where I think I'm using the portals fairly well, but there are definitely some spots where you can just kind of abuse them and cheese them and stuff like that. And it just kind of makes me wish I could play this gameplay, just minus the portals, which I know is asking for something different than what this game is offering, and this is how this game sets it apart. Mm It just feels so much like Halo, <laughs> that now I just want Halo, if that if that makes yeah. any sense. Uh, no, but that- I will continue. I will continue to play this, and I've already challenged my son and his friends to a four v four. Me and my crew of, you know, yeah. middle aged men <laughs> against his <laughs> his young admiral snorting teen group.
1: Um, so. I have to say uh, you didn't you didn't mention it at the top of the show, but oh, I think over the weekend you had family over and you decided to stream over at your channel. Oh yeah. with <laughs> your nephews and your daughter, and it was it was Fortnite. It was one game of Fortnite where Rob carries three <laughs> three children through a storm, <laughs> and it's if you haven't seen it, go to the Twitch channel sunnyvice Vice Twenty and just watch it. It is. It's like Rob is, uh, he is on a field trip with children at a school. <laughs> it, it, they jump out of a battle bus and it's just him carrying everyone to victory. There's a part where his daughter gets left in the storm and he's like, this match will be over soon. Just accept that. <laughs> and like, we'll, we'll get in the next one. And then there's promise of ice cream. It's, it is, it is adorable. And then like halfway through, I think your son mentioned Splitgate and... You're like, st- you're like, you mentioned that you'll still beat him with a controller. Is your son something like keyboard and mouse? Is he, yeah, he keyboard is.
0: and mouse? Yes, <laughs> he is keyboard and mouse, yeah. yeah no, no, so uh, a little bit of a backstory on that whole stream <laughs> is a month ago, I was in New Jersey for my niece's birthday party. And my, one of my youngest brothers, my youngest brothers are twins. The older of the twin was there with, his two sons and I don't get to see them often he's always super busy with work and so I was catching up with my young nephews and they had brought their switches over and they were playing and I mentioned how I how I play that game as well sometimes and then I also mentioned how I stream you know uh and if they watch any streamers and my brother's partner. She mentions how the youngest one, how that's what he wants to be when he w- grows up, is that he wants to be a, a streamer. And mm-hmm. so I told him I was like, when you guys come and visit, that I'll let you be on a stream with me. And so part of me actually was gonna put it on the should have. I was actually I thought it might be cute, but also I just I you know what it is more than anything is that I don't quite know all the rules when it comes to having young kids on stream Mm -hmm. for something like that. And I know it's, you know, under the age of 13, I think is with permission they're allowed to have an account and stuff like that, but they can't buy whatever the rules are. And so because this channel is an affiliate channel and can be monetized, I was just like, you know what, let me just be safe. I'll put it on my stream. It's just for them anyway. Right. It was, it was, I think I was it in, so good. It was like, I, think, I, was sitting yeah.
1: there, I was sitting there, I was trying to wrap up some stuff for work, and I put it on in the background. It, it was just like something that popped up. I was like, I, I, I don't even know how I even stumbled across it, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, I wish you had told me this was happening because it was, it, it, it brought a smile to my face. And it was just like, yeah. you're like, oh, I'm streaming with my nephews, and your daughter's like, but I'm your daughter. I'm not your nephew. And it, uh, it, it's so good. Um, uh, all of them are adorable. They're great. The high five with your nephew for like all the kills and stuff. I, yeah. I don't know if you were just playing against bots
0: <laughs> but no, so that's <laughs> the one that's the one benefit of playing with them is that they're the skill based matchmaking in fortnite is aggressive in trying to match you with your actual peer group yeah and it tends to lean towards the least common denominator because it wants them to have fun still, right And so my one nephew just got his Nintendo switch and has been playing. Fortnite only recently. The other one, same case, and they're very young. The oldest nephew that I was playing with is actually half decent. I mean, I've played with him where it was him, uh, his brother, but then my brother and I, which brought the matchmaking up a little bit, and he was holding his own for the most part. But me playing with the three of them, I was, I mean... It, it was it was like shooting fish in a barrel for the most part i <laughs> it was stop it and and it's good because it also got made them happy right so yeah. P-
1: plus i no, think there was a cold, cold stone at the end so it was just like earned ice cream <laughs> for yeah. Everyone. yeah um but like that game that game is so weird because like you guys partied up you're in the lobby you're captain marvel one of the your, i think your <laughs> daughter was marshmallow you had rick yeah. from rick and morty and then i think there's like a, a fortnite rabbit character um and it, yeah. it's mm-hmm. what is that game i don't know but it, it looks like a lot of fun to still play
0: <laughs> i think no it is I, so my problem with fortnite actually now we're gonna go on a, a, another tangent but my problem with fortnite is the skill-based matchmaking for the most part is that at some point i stopped playing but there doesn't seem to be significant decay when it comes to your SBMM in that game. And so I get into games and all of a sudden I'm going up against people who are just building monsters. Yeah. You know. And you can tell that they go into creative and they spend 40 hours a week cranking 90s. Yep. And that's just not me. I can build a basic box and a ramp to kind of protect myself, get high ground or whatever. But the game actually is enjoyable, the shooting aspect of the game, and so that's what yeah. I focus on, and and that's what I enjoy. The building aspect is my least I, favorite yeah. part of it, and so I, that's I why I wish bi- there was a in there, yeah. yeah,
1: like that just limited like how many pieces you could place in like a minute or something.
0: Yeah, I mean, I know that's what makes it different. That's what makes Fortnite. Fortnite actually is the building, uh, but. I would love it if it was just like, hey, you can only build ramps and walls, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and 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 floors, fine. Ramps, walls, floors, which I guess is what you can kind of. Do <laughs> I, don't a, know. I, do I don't know. I just because I do think I do think <laughs> I do think you should be able to build to get up, you know, for mobility yeah. purposes and stuff like that. But yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe just limiting how many pieces you can actually lay down in a set amount of time. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, and and that skill-based matchmaking the level we were at there wasn't a ton of people building and so that's what made it more enjoyable for me and it really is the game where i just don't care anymore when it comes to mm-hmm. wins and losses and in, in fortnite i'm just in there because my nephews play these days and so that's why i'm in there these days it's just to play with my nephews and and have a good time and rock my my silly captain marvel or uh chun lee or you know stuff like that
1: yeah. I, I mean like and plus it must and like, I, I don't know if you felt it, but I think I felt it for you. Just like that feeling of just like, I think you finished with like 25 kills or 22 kills, something like that. And everyone mm. was like, oh my God, you're so good. And I'm just like, I was just like, I was like, yeah. And just little kids looking up to you being like, he's a gamer. He's so cool. Yeah, no,
0: exactly. Just me trying to be like the cool uncle.
1: Yeah. Well, wow. you succeeded in that. <laughs>
0: And so, yeah, I'm glad they, they had a good time. My one nephew, the one that wanted to stream actually the mm-hmm. most, his was like, he was a little disappointed. He was excited to stream and stuff like that, mm-hmm. but he wanted to play on the Xbox and not on uh. his Switch. He's very much turning into a console snob of sorts where he's like, no, 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 <laughs> I know that that's more powerful. I want to play over there. It, it, so, it, was,
1: it was funny because like, well, I didn't realize what... I thought you guys might have done a mix of consoles until you, you mentioned it was all on the Switch. And I was like, mm-hmm. is something wrong with the stream? Because like the graphics don't look great, and then you yeah you're like, yeah. yeah it it was it better than what it was at launch on the Switch, but definitely but it's still not
0: very uh, yeah it's, it's, still it's, not it's still not still good. not great. I mean yeah it's not great it's not great. yeah the the console version and PC versions are so much cleaner, so much better looking, and the draw distance on the console version is insane compared to or. Console. I mean, the Switch is a console. Yeah. On the Xbox or PlayStation is is much better than the Switch, but in a pinch, it gets the job done. And like I said, it was a it was a good time playing yeah. with them. Um. Those so, switches. what was he gonna say? Oh, so the last game that I have been playing, and I know for a fact that we've both played this, yes. is the Back for Blood beta.
1: I like it as long as it's not on the default lowest difficulty um i think it's what survival veteran and nightmare and i thought yeah. survival yeah. was too much of a cakewalk which kind of made we, it. i think
0: when we when we played last we weekend played veteran. okay so no no no, oh, no oh, okay no because we talked about this on the podcast mm-hmm. as well last week i think mostly we had just played survival at that point have we played yeah, veteran you, yet
1: did, did we did we talk about this last week
0: did we not talk about it? I, I, I we played it, was, it last weekend.
1: I think it came out on Thursday last weekend. Uh, after the podcast. Yeah, we talked about Ascent and Death's Door and Halo Infinite Oh, week.
0: oh my God. Yeah. Today's <laughs> it's, it's Thursday. Very, yes. Today's Thursday. Yes, you are correct. <laughs> yeah. You are and correct. Is, we have played why I have too. all the Google Docs. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. You're right. We hadn't talked about this. So yes, we, we, I had played through it on on. What's the easiest difficulty? Survival. Survival, right? Yeah. And that is a bit of a cakewalk. I agree with mm-hmm. you. Yeah. So, the jump yeah, up in difficulty to veteran.
1: Up, yeah, let's, let's up the game though um, a, a little bit. Back for Blood, yeah. if you're not aware of it, is um, from Turtle Rock Studio, I believe it is.
0: Uh Turtle which Rock is Studios,
1: like yeah. V- yeah, it was like veterans from Left 4 Dead that wanted to make an actual spiritual successor to Left 4 Dead, and I think for the most part they've got it. Uh, it, it very much feels like a left for dead uh i don't know if the n- names of the special zombies are as memorable because i think er- everyone still calls them boomer or spitter um things like that but uh, yeah that's what uh, the gameplay feel the loop everything it feels good uh in that regard and then like in terms of difficulties from what we uh, ended the, and they had a closed beta last week open beta this week um i received access because i think i signed up for it and i got three friend invites and rob Reminded me I don't have friends So I just gave three <laughs> The coast to Rob And his two other friends
0: um, That's another it, reason to follow us on social media As you can see yes. that exchange Yeah, and so
1: Yeah, and so I think I played with uh, Matt and Garrett earlier in the day That came out on Survival And like we had a good time with it Like I was like, this isn't too challenging on Survival It was you got through it fairly easy. There was some, like, hairy moments. Uh, There's a lot of ammo uh, to be found through all of it. But yes. I was like, okay, this is cool. Uh, a little bit easy. And then I think later I did a run on Veteran with a, a group of randoms, and that felt much better. And then I jumped in with you, and I think it was Smoky. Like, I could be wrong if it was smoky. Uh But it was... That was so hard. <laughs> like, I think I, I had a better chance with randoms than I think we did uh, with that run we had. But it was hard. Like, we were dying. We were sharing ammo. There's a lot more communication going on. Um, it was a good time. <laughs> it, it, like, it got yeah. scary. It actually got it scary. Feels,
0: and it feels like a completely different game, honestly, between the two difficulties. Mm-hmm. I kind of wish there was something but in between or they could maybe I, I, tweak. Yes. I think they need to tweak that lower difficulty and bring it up. A little bit but I I think when the game actually comes out in full I think veteran is gonna be the way that I play that game but it I do think that playing it on that difficulty is gonna require playing with your friends and not being able to play with any randoms to actually advance far in it mm-hmm. I haven't even tried the hardest difficulty I can't imagine what that's like considering how much we're struggling <laughs> with the veteran so yeah but and, and, I'm excited it, for this game, and it just yeah. has, you know, uh, justified my excitement playing this beta. So this is exactly what I was looking for. Is exactly what I want.
1: And I think it's fantastic it's coming to Game Pass because that's, it, it, I would have been on defense about it. But I think we still managed, like, two groups of four that we're playing um, from our group of friends. Uh, which was, which was nice. So like you yeah. had nice gr- groups and, and even playing with randoms. The one thing I did notice that it did, um, I was in party chat with Matt and Garrett, but our voices still carried over to game chat as well. So you're yes. not just, li- yeah, w- w- which was kind of freaky in the beginning because like uh, thankfully we weren't in trash talking anybody. Like everyone was like, uh, everyone was like nice and polite uh, while we were yeah. playing, but it was just like, is this kind of responding to us? And that caught us, uh, that caught us a bit off guard. How do you feel about the card system? Um, it seems like you can like I, a deck of cards uh, to help with your run.
0: Yeah, so that's the one thing I wanted to mention actually is you just said your run. This game uh-huh. does feel like it's left for dead mixed with kind of a roguelite. Like I don't think they actually expect you on the higher difficulties to get through it in one go. I think it is to be treated like a roguelite. And I so far am very into the idea of the card system. Obviously, I would like to unlock more cards and kind of see how I can tailor my playstyle more to one thing than the other. But I found myself, I found myself, you know, once we bumped it up to veteran being like, okay, I'm going to stack my deck that I bring in mostly with healing cards and that augment my healing ability, and then I'll be the healer of the group. So yeah. if you pick up a bandage, drop it for me, and then I'll heal you with it so that you get that extra boost. And I do like that, is that the card system allows you to kind of tailor it to your play style. And you randomly find cards throughout the maps as well, which is kind of where that yeah. roguelike kind of feeling comes in, where it, this situation can be different based on the cards you get. I I think it's a smart implementation and feature I, of the game but i just want to see the breadth of cards that are there right yeah
1: and there seems to be a lot because so i think you get supply points uh, yeah after each level you complete and the, the higher the difficulty that seems like you get more supply points and so you can use those to then buy uh the different cards there's like Supply lines, and you could get like emotes, uh, cards, um, and graffiti tags. I think it was uh, for for your characters, and then build out the deck ahead of time. The the one thing I did like about the cards were, were the containment cards, which was just like a random like negative modifier for that particular level. It could be like fog. It could be, um, hey, there's a supply container uh, in this level. If you grab it, you'll get 500 coins. Or if everyone yeah. survives, you get this bonus. Uh, or beat the level in X amount of time, uh, which is really neat. So there's always that little bit of, like, this can be a little bit different every time.
0: Yeah, no. I mean, I'm very, very high on it after playing it last weekend and, st- and playing a little bit more this weekend. And now I'm just ready for the full game to come out. Yeah. Now, what about you? What else have you been playing this All right. So, week? I,
1: as I mentioned, that one night uh, where I, I failed with my cousins, I did play that one game of League. The following night, everybody was in attendance <laughs> and uh so we started off with gang Beast, but i don't know if it was online or we didn't know what we were doing it just uh but that kind of died quickly for gang beasts and then we moved over to state of decay 2 which uh, i never played before uh and it had the juggernaut update which uh came out for the series x it had the new it had all that new performance enhancements which was nice that game is, in co-op, it's a little bit weird because it's kind of just like follow the host uh, at the end of the day. Uh, I was expecting it to be like we call, just go off in our own corners and do stuff and come together, uh, but that wasn't the case. But we still had fun with it. I think me, one, of me, one of my cousins played for like four hours, uh, got to like the second base, built a lot of stuff. We're doing fun runs. The game has a really cool difficulty scaler. Uh, so you can like control like how much loot, Loot or like how much damage zombies can do. So, if a certain aspect of it is too easy or too difficult, you can fine tune that, which I thought was cool. Uh, I think you unlock a lot of achievements for just doing the bare minimum. <laughs> I think we got like almost 400 all at once, um, uh, playing through all that. Uh, you know, it was on Game Pass, we were just trying to see what else we could play on Game Pass, and then we mentioned Split Gate, but we haven't gotten uh, to that one. Um, but yeah, yeah I mean, so- I've
0: played a Decent amount of, well, I shouldn't say a decent amount. I've played like a handful of hours, four or mm-hmm. five, something like that, of State of Decay Two. And every time I play it, I have a good time and I enjoy it. But it's very much a game that I'm only going to play if I'm going to play with my friends yeah. and stuff like that. And it's one of those games where, even though I have a good time while I'm playing it, I almost instantly forget about it. That's just not, yeah, not in its in in me and so. I,
1: I, I'm with you. I. I kind of feel like what because they announced of the k3 i kind of hope that there's like a com- like i can make an instance kind of like a server essentially and invite people or friends in like we all whoever's playing can just jump in and play while that instance just exists and, yeah. yeah and you know just work on that together i think that would be cool because i think right now it was just like we all had to play through the tutorial and then i could invite them in and they all worked in my game and then I was the only one unlocking achievements if even if they were the ones doing the certain task which was kind of weird um but yeah it, it was a, it was a fun I think game I don't know if we'll return to it right away but I wouldn't be I wouldn't mind uh playing some more of that and then the other thing the last game I played was dodgeball academia uh which came to uh game pass I think switch and a uh, playstation Oh my God, this game is a Saturday morning cartoon meets like My Hero Academia meets anime. It is, it's not like one specific nostalgia um, point, it, like, you know, that I trying to capture it. it just, it hits every happy sensor in my life and it, I love playing it. Um, you play as a kid named Otto who goes to this, pres- kind of sneaks into his prestigious dodgeball academy where everyone has their like own superpowers, dodgeball is life. It's, it, you can find the My Hero hooks in it. Um, the writing in it is uh, fantastic. Uh, it, uh, the characters are great. Um, the story progresses at a nice, fast pace. Uh, you never feel like you're, you're stuck in a rut or anything. I think my first half hour with the game, I was like, this is kind of easy. The dodgeball uh, felt easy, but once you get past that first, They're called the chapters are called episodes, so I think the entire game has eight of them. As you get past that first episode, uh, they start adding more mechanics. The difficulty ramps up. There's uh, RPG elements like you're leveling up your characters. You, uh, as you the higher level you get, the more uh, abilities you unlock, and uh, there's equipment you can uh, you know equip on your characters that that, um, you know give you some additional benefits. One of the cool things I I think the game does is like you know, there's items to heal um, your characters, but the items are food. And so depending on your character's likes or dislikes, they, um, the items can benefit certain ones better or do absolutely nothing at all. So um, there's like a, an entire, like a small scene with, about pineapple on pizza versus ketchup on pizza. <laughs> you like the characters draw a line. And so like, if you give someone that prefers pineapple, like a, slice a pizza with ketchup to heal you might not actually get any healing done <laughs> so it, it's a it's, it's like a nice little touch there um, it, it like i said it's on game pass it, it is great in small chunks I, even though i've i think i put like 5 6 hours into it now i might have played like 4 hours today it's uh <laughs> it, it got really good how, also got, how many chapters have you finished so far or I'm on sorry. i think i'm on 4 or 5 right now okay so this
0: game is like a 10 11 hour game
1: yeah I, I, it, it seems that okay. way um and like it, it's funny because there's like the anime tropes like i'm in the tournament arc <laughs> right now there's like a, a dodgeball <laughs> tournament uh um, yeah. there's like there's a moves uh there's a lunch lady in there that is all about capitalism and like forges documents for students it's it the game is so well written uh and it like the writing really does help carry uh, that game, uh, to like just it's such a high standard in my eyes. Uh, so I, if you have game pass, you have a switch or even a PlayStation, I highly recommend checking it out. I think it's $20. Um, otherwise uh, it, I'll, I'll say this. It's so good that even if I beat it on game pass, I might actually just buy it just to support the developers because it, I, I'm really, really enjoying my time with it. Yeah, so I have that game down. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. You said it was 25? Uh, it's, uh, tw- yeah, 25 on Steam. I'm guessing that's probably the same on uh, other uh, platforms as well.
0: I downloaded it because you had started talking about how good it was. I saw you on Twitter yeah. talking about it a little bit. I also downloaded... What's the one that just released? Was it today? Boyfriend Dungeon? Mm-hmm. Boyfriend Dungeon, yes. I, down- I also downloaded down- that. that. <laughs> we are at a point now where... There are too many games, and it's always we've always been at that point. Honestly, the yeah. reality is is that there's too many games and not enough time. But Game Pass has made it that so that there really is too many games because you know? it is so easy to just download these games and give them a try.
1: One of the hardest parts about doing this podcast, previous times, was like staying on top of new game releases. Yeah, and it was expensive because it was like sixty yeah. like, it's six hours a week, and now I feel like. I just load up Game Pass. I'm like, "Hey, there's something new this week. What can I yeah, talk about?" Exactly. Like, yeah. And they're like, hey, the games are good too. It's not like they're bad yeah. games and, I, and It drives me nuts cuz I'm like, I
0: still got to finish all those other Game Pass games I
1: started. That I mean, the reality me- <laughs> yeah.
0: the reality is is I only mentioned 3 games that I've been playing this week. Yeah. I've touched like 6 or 7 games yeah. this week because of Game Pass, but just haven't been enough time to actually, you know, have any thoughts on them beyond you know what other people have already talked about them and stuff like that yeah and so yeah i mean that's one of the things we talked about when we first decided to do this podcast again is that we weren't going to stress so much on you know playing everything that released and talking about everything but just talking about the things that in the games yeah. that we are passionate about but i agree 100 percent. there are times where i'm like oh i really haven't played anything new and my thoughts on smite and apex are the same as they've Listen. always been Let me just pop into Game Pass real quick and see what's up. Listen, I think we
1: have two hours worth of content from Apex Legends alone, so I'm I'm not going to knock that game. (laughs) It's doing a good job.
0: Yeah. No, I really could just have an Apex podcast, honestly, the more I think about it.
1: uh, When you're talking about it today,
0: I was like, I wonder if
1: Rob would be okay with the Apex podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
0: Yeah, so that wraps up what we've been playing. Uh, You want to go ahead and get right into the news? Yeah, let's do this. All right, what do you want to start with? Let's start with this Mario Golf news. So God. Mario Golf Super Rush adds New Donk City, Toadette, and Ranked Match Play. This came out a week ago? It was right last after Thursday, we recorded, right? Last I think so. Yeah, I think okay. it was Thursday so last yes. week. Um, it was one of those things where I saw this pop up, and I was like, of course, the day after we yeah. <laughs> record, this pops up. But... So yeah, there's a new update to it. There's a new uh course that's added in the form of New Dog City. Uh Todet is a new character. They also claim that there's improved motion controls and a new mode ranked match. Have you messed around at all with this stuff that they updated? And added? I ha I haven't yet. I Yeah, me neither. I I, I wanna go back to this because I think we had a
1: really fun stream and we just we we just need to find some time to do it. Uh, to play this. And there's like we said, there's just too many games coming out. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, Toadette looks adorable. She uses a pickaxe <laughs> uh, for her special. Uh, New Dank City actually looks really cool as a, a map. Uh, and I, I think we, I might have mentioned something last week in regards to, you know, we're seeing Nintendo supporting their games a bit longer uh, with DLC and stuff. And this was like a nice surprise to see for this game.
0: Yeah. 100%. I mean, I haven't been able to touch it yet. And that's one of those games that even me and, and some of the guys that we play other games with have talked about how we want to get, you know, a, a round in here and there. Mm-hmm. It's just, it really is one of those things where there are just so many games out right now. And as much as I do enjoy Mario golf, super rush, getting in a round of golf finding the time for it especially since i still need to get back to the ace attorney chronicles there's yeah, that you know that's
1: something i bought and i have not started yet and it, it like honestly at this point it feels like it's gonna be a hospital game <laughs> we're like <once>, at <laughs> yeah. the hospital like screaming yeah. at labor and i'm just like objection <laughs> and she's just good yeah. that's stare from her <laughs>
0: No, it's getting to the point where I'm actually thinking that once the school year starts that you might see more midday streams from me or early morning streams from me where I just come in. that's one of those games that I would stream during the day just because that's when I'm going to have time with the kids in school and stuff like that. And so... (laughs)
1: Hey, listen, I, I yeah. got paternity leave coming up, so if All right, you yeah, producer or a buddy on those, I'm right here Absolutely. with you. I'll be changing the diaper it. in the background, but I'll be right here.
0: We do need to set up another stream of Mario Golf, though. And even just yes. if we get you know two other people and just get a round in, I think that would be a good time. Because like I said, I yeah. really, really do enjoy that game.
1: Yeah. I w- <laughs> All right. Yeah.
0: Next Next bit is- of news. Xbox heading to Gamescom with a new live stream on August 24th. So I saw them announce this. It seems like this is mostly just going to be game updates, right? Mm-hmm. In-depth updates from some some of our previously announced Xbox Game Studios titles alongside some of our third-party partners. And they say specifically that there isn't going to be a... Um, there's not going to be much more beyond that so not to expect some big new game announcement i mean considering that you know we had e3 fairly recently and all those announcements came out it makes sense that this would just be updates i also would expect that we get a little bit more hopefully we get a little bit more information and hopefully a date on when halo infinite is actually going to be released
1: Yeah, um, there was something about Halo Infinite that I I don't know, it was just it's still slated for this year. It was like Australia uh, rating board uh, thing that came in and it's still slated for 2021. Uh, I don't think that's much of a surprise or an update uh, in terms of Halo Infinite's timing. But yeah, I think they're just waiting on Call of Duty um, to announce their date. And I think Call of Duty just had a leak, so I think we're getting an announcement there soon uh, in terms of that. Do you want to jump to that story?
0: Well, let's go. I yeah. was going to say. I'm, <laughs> I was actually a little annoyed that you didn't mention it. Let's, right. let's just do this. Let's just, no, it's okay. Yeah. Let's do this Hellblade one, and then we'll go to that one afterwards. Okay. So Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice is getting a free Xbox Series X upgrade. Um, there's also an upgrade plan for PC, but not for PS4 or the Switch versions, which Is interesting, actually, because this is a situation where that game was released on other platforms before Microsoft acquired um, Ninja Theory, right? That's Ninja Theory. Yeah, Ninja Theory. Yes. Acquired Ninja Theory. And when Microsoft has done stuff like that, like we're seeing with Psychonauts 2, they've been very good about honoring existing deals i wonder if this is really one of those things where there was nothing in the contract for with sacrifice regarding updates in the future and so they're not beholden to anything like that so that's why we're only getting it on pc and the xbox series consoles
1: i i could imagine that the tech there were because the sequel is an exclusive for pc correct and Xbox, so I imagine... Well, yeah, now that they're acquired, yeah. Yeah, now that they're acquired, I imagine whatever technology they're using to like update some of that stuff, um, they might have just been like, hey, or they might have tested it on this version and then finalized it yeah. for that or test, or just like, hey, maybe we can use it to upgrade um, Senua and on the Xbox without having to do much more work. Uh, it might have just been like the easier option in the long run. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've seen some of the videos people posted as soon as that update went live. That um, ray tracing looks fantastic. uh, The game's already a looker, and so just being able to improve on that is pretty impressive.
0: Yeah, so let me go ahead and actually get into that. So the upgrade is out and available now, and it's free for anyone who has the game, including if you got it on Xbox Game Pass. And it's funny that it even has to be mentioned that this upgrade is free because there's all that drama surrounding how Sony seems to be handling some of these visual updates and packaging them in with DLC and kind of forcing people to pay for the updates if they want them. Uh, But the optimized Hellblade what sacrifice gives players three visual fidelity settings, performance, resolution, and enriched. The latter, the Enriched, offering ray tracing on both the Series X and Series S in, uh, no, sorry. Uh, oh, yeah, and that supports dynamic resolutions up to 4K at 30 frames per second. Yeah. So the performance mode is 1080p at 120 hertz or uh, at 120 frames, or it is 1080p at 60 on the Series S. And then resolution mode on Series X prioritizes dynamic resolutions to 4K at 60 frames. And the Series X gets support to 1440p at 30 frames per second. So uh, it's one of those things where I'm always torn when it comes to these updates and these different visual modes. Mm-hmm. On the one hand, it's nice to have the option of prioritizing one or the other. Because depending on the game, there are certain games where I'm going to prioritize performance and frames per second. <laughs> and there are games where, especially narrative driven games where I would rather prioritize ray tracing in 4k yeah. versus frames per second. I think I also just ca- wish we could get it all, you know? Yeah.
1: yeah. I think, but like, I'll, I'll tell you this, um, even on a PC, when you're trying to push it for all of it, yeah, it right. is, unless you there's were, always trade-offs. Yeah. There's, there's trade-offs. Like even with the top all line graphics card, it, it, it requires a lot. Like, even the yeah. Ascent would, my PC graphics card, I think, was like high 70s in terms of uh, Celsius, in terms of like temperature. And it was like, it heated up the room. So it's like, you got to run the AC. It's like, it, and sometimes it's, you'll have impact frame rate if you don't have that. So, I, I mean, I'll put it this way these consoles are pulling out graphics that you can't do with a $500 PC so right i agree uh, like you really can't and especially with the graphic, i should just be gra- grateful <laughs> yes graphic cards pricing at this point is insane and it's yeah. not going to get better uh from what i can tell but, That being said everybody
0: yeah. should play hellblade
1: i i, I need Seven to it, it's, it's on I'll, my list and i think oh this. Yeah, one of I my favorites of last think, generation. So I need to finish Dodgeball Academy. <laughs> which, uh, I need to finish Psychonauts and then the Hellblade <laughs> maybe sooner when once the sequel gets a date uh, yeah. closer to that. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, but I think like what you're talking about when it comes to the performance modes and stuff, I think I always choose resolution because I just want the prettiest version of that game. Yeah, I, I don't like mind I said, that it depends on the, yeah. the type of
0: game I'm playing, but that bought, tends to be where yeah.
1: But I think what Demon Souls, it
0: was just like, give me that 60 frames. I, I can't. Yeah. I can't. Right. I, yeah. Right.
1: All right. All right.
0: So you had already mentioned it. Call of Duty Vanguard details leak ahead of the game's reveal. Uh,
1: Call of Duty, here we go.
0: There, you have it up. Yeah. All right. So it looks like, as expected, it is going back to World War II. And let me see what some of the details. It looks like the leak also suggests that Call of Duty Vanguard is its official title. Will be set during World War II. And it mentions three bundles for Vanguard, Standard, Cross-Gen, and Ultimate. Which is similar to what they offered for last year's Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. I actually think in that one I bought the Cross-Gen bundle because... um,
1: Makes sense. You knew you were getting those consoles. I knew I was getting those consoles. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And so... Um,
1: I, I split... I did game sharing with my cousin on the PS5. We split the costs. I never played Cold War. I, like, I, played, I think I played Warzone, but I never played Cold War.
0: And I just
1: like... I, I don't know. So, I,
0: don't know. I will say, I, I played a lot of Cold War. It's actually my mm-hmm. favorite, Call of Duty, in recent years. I enjoyed okay. it more than uh, the past handful, but I am not excited at all this year for Call of Duty. I just think that with the games that are already out in the, in the shooter space regarding, you know, Apex Legends, even Fortnite and, and now Splitgate, knowing that I'm getting Halo this fall, in going back to world war Two, where while normally i enjoy those campaigns quite a bit i don't enjoy the multiplayer aspect of those games with those particular weapons uh, I, with i'm you, I, I lo- I not loved, excited this year for call of duty
1: i love a good world war Two campaign uh, i mean yeah. like i used to play those medal of honor games back on playstation mm-hmm. the original playstation and like i really enjoyed those like the setting and everything was great um i I'm that person that's just like, give me the, give me that campaign mode for forty bucks, and I'll pay you. I'll I'll pay you forty bucks for that campaign. I don't care about the multiplayer. Um, Yeah, and I wish they would do that.
0: Uh, I think this is going to be the first campaign I haven't played in a while.
1: How do they handle Warzone uh, with the new releases? Does like the new? Does like is there a dedicated team to Warzone, or is it go to the new developer?
0: yeah, I believe there's a dedicated team on Warzone, and they do introduce aspects of the newest release into the game, usually in the form of weapons. I don't know how they're going to do that with this game coming out, considering that it's going to be Wo- World War II era weapons. Um, I mean, granted, that's they're still a bit easier to implement than if we were going with, you know, say World War One uh, again, but. Yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting. The one thing, though, is that they usually add those things to Warzone like six months after the game's release. And so we won't see yeah. anything from Vanguard in Warzone like, uh, you know, until March probably of next year.
1: Okay. Uh, I think there was initially an original tweet that was embedded in the story that got taken down uh, due to the copyright claim. And then I think Polygon also reached out to Activision <laughs> who said they will share more information on any area of the Call of Duty franchise as it becomes available. Um, uh, they can't be too happy with all this.
0: Yeah, well, it's also... Yeah. This feels like the latest it's ever been without a Call of Duty reveal. Like, the latest in, in the year. And yeah. so, to not have any information whatsoever up to this point, they were playing with fire regarding leaks. And... Well, they got, like, two... Two factors. Got one is COVID, and the second being
1: everything that is burning because of the lawsuit uh, going on at
0: Activision Blizzard. Yeah, but you would Uh, think—I mean, just to be like a total cynic and stuff like that—you would think that the moment that stuff started gaining any speed, that they would have came out with Call of Duty information, considering that Call of Duty is still the biggest game, biggest franchise out there. Mm-hmm. and would have kind of taken some of the attention away right but uh, you know i don't know what's going on there and i'm just surprised yeah. that we still haven't gotten information on it
1: yeah it's yeah cause you're right you we normally hear about it at e3 and yes. it's usually part of sony's press conference and or it used to be Xbox last generation or the 360 No, generation? two generations. Yeah, two generations yeah. ago, we'd always see a yeah. Microsoft's
0: press conference yeah. and then last generation and this generation, it would be at Sony's because they have the co-marketing deal with them now. You would see usually a blowout of kind of the campaigns for the upcoming releases at E3. And either sometime before, a couple weeks before or a couple weeks after, they'd do their multiplayer reveal with like press and stuff like that. And so, I'm, yeah, it is strange that we still haven't gotten any information. We don't have a date. We don't have an official name, although it does seem like Vanguard is going to yeah. be it.
1: I'm... I wonder if they're worried about Halo. Because Halo's multiplayer is free-to-play. And if ba- I, the Battle Royale rumors are true, I think Halo... Yeah. Could, mm, I mean, I don't know. know. More I, consoles, think, but yeah. I, think, I think Halo could make a dent in terms of how much people are playing. Yeah, if Uh, I had to
0: wager, I'd say it's the other way around, and that's why we don't have a date for Halo Infinite yet. (laughs) Yeah. It's because they're trying to see where Call of Duty is going to go. Yeah, I... Okay, so when Halo 3 came out, it was, like,
1: all I was playing uh, for a long time, and then I think Modern War... The first, Call of Duty 4 came out. That was the one where, like, everybody was like, oh, this is amazing. I think it was Game of the Year that year on the 360, and all... Oh, I think all my cousins like moved over to that, and I was like, "But Halo's so much more fun!" And everyone's like, "No, modern yeah. warfare," and like, it, 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 never like with Halo Four, with Halo Five, it just like it was always Call of Duty. And I just want, I just right. want Halo to come back, and everyone would be like, "Forget Call of Duty, it's all
0: about Halo now, boys!" <laughs> oh, that would be. That, I would, I <laughs> that, would, I would love. That's all that. I want. I mean, I just, I just want good games. Doesn't yes. necessarily matter what franchise, but the Halo fanatic in me would love to see them back on top. Yep. All right, so the next bit of news is south park related a new south park game is reportedly on the way it's interesting how this news came about because the only reason we know this is that trey parker and matt stone recently signed a deal with viacom cbs and in that deal it's going to bring 14 again 14 movies to the paramount plus service i think they're signed in for seasons until 2030
1: it's like nine seasons it's nine seasons right as well yep yeah
0: and also that there is they are also working on making a new south park game
1: yeah we don't
0: have any (laughs) real details on what the game is but it does appear that the game is under development with an in-house studio instead of being one that is ubisoft developed
1: huh okay interesting
0: i hope i hope it's just as good as the other two um yeah but i also wonder if it's going to be in the same vein as the other two if instead of us getting an rpg in in the same way that those first two games were if instead they just go with a completely different genre yeah i like Uh, still have memories of playing the south park shooter on nintendo 64? 64. yeah where one of the weapons was like a yellow snowball and so <laughs> Dude,
1: the deal they got was i think like 900 million something it's which it's is it's, in- absurd. it's insane. but like when that show hits that, in recent years it hits right. so well like, i mean that shows
0: at this point that show's yeah. never going to end yeah and so especially i mean and it doesn't have to considering that what they do is mostly parody and satire of mm-hmm. current events and the more ridiculous our world gets, the easier their job becomes, right? Do you
1: think so? You, you, you think they? It's become easier for them, or is it just? Oh, like, you th- <laughs> or, <laughs> or like <laughs> we can't parody
0: parody? You think that's where it's yeah, at? Yeah, right it's.
1: I read an article this morning about a man—a oh, sad story—a man who killed his two children because he thought they were going to turn into snake monsters.
0: And I was just like,
1: "What world do we live in? Like, how do people even believe that?" It, it,
0: I, yeah. I don't know how to do it <laughs> i mean listen part the reality is is part yeah. of it is that we have always kind of lived in a world like that and there's always been yeah instances like that it's just the you know the speed at which information travels now makes it more apparent and in, in, in our eyes but also it does feel like there are more and more <laughs> people <laughs> yes. like that we're hearing more and more stories you, and, you just like
1: with like access to the internet and there's like knowledge that like people would be able to
0: logically and especially i mean be able to tell the bullshit (laughs) it takes like 10 seconds to go to google and say is this true and get a whole bunch of information on it but i don't know (laughs) i don't listen that's a that's a rabbit hole for a different podcast we're not gonna go down that right right now let's go ahead and move on to the next bit of news xenoblade a voice actress implies a new game is in the works you want to take this one because i do not care about <laughs>
1: yeah so jenna coleman of doctor who fame uh I, I love jenna coleman she was one of my favorite companions anyone that disagrees fight me um yeah i so like i liked
0: her i liked her better on doctor who before she was companion what
1: What she she was, in, she was in. she was in
0: she oh. was in an episode the season before where she was like this astronaut on the other side of this sealed door that Ooh. the doctor was trying to save. And I don't remember, although I probably should because I watched all of her run. I can't remember if it was actually her character, uh, Clara, or if it was a different character and they just...
1: Probably a yeah, different
0: I don't character. I, uh, yeah.
1: I, it's, been, it's been a while since uh, I watched those episodes, but I really did yeah. enjoy her uh, on the show. Um, yeah, she's like the the second or third best companion. Yeah, but she she voices one of the characters in the first scene of *Blade Chronicles*. Uh, and during an interview of like, which was published two months ago, she like let slip. Um, she goes, "God, when was the first game? Ten years ago? It was a long time ago. I did it pre Doctor Who days. And when they did when they did uh, the second one, they asked me to come back. And I think they're going to do another." common knowledge don't know yeah i think they're gonna do another not sure if i'm allowed to say that and that kind of just <laughs> sat there for two months and nobody like really picked up on it but for xenoblade chronicles fans uh there's a third one coming uh which is good because it seems like there's a solid fan base behind it they did the, the definitive edition of uh, releases for the first one and i think they still have xenoblade chronicles x on the wii u that hasn't been brought over so you know I think there's still more room on the Switch for uh, Xenoblade, so I, I yeah, I like it's it, I mean, interesting. I, 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 I do
0: Yeah, I don't care about Xenoblade Chronicles <laughs> just because for the most part there aren't many games of that length that I care about in, in general. It's just <laughs> I don't blame you you. Know, where my time is these days. Uh, but that doesn't mean I don't appreciate them, and I don't think they look cool. If I had unlimited time, I would totally be into that universe and that world because it seems right up my alley.
1: Why didn't you stop me from having children, Rob? <laughs> Why didn't no, you mean, stop me?
0: <laughs> listen, good luck. <laughs> Especially considering the type of games that you enjoy. Like, yeah, oof, you're going to have to pick and choose. You're going to have to get heavy into Apex like I am. <laughs> Speaking of Apex, <laughs> Apex Legends Cross-Progression isn't coming until 2022. I put this one uh, in here for you.
1: Uh, I was going to skip over it, but I'm like, I'll, put, I'll give Rob his Apex story because he's probably not going to
0: talk about Apex again this week. So oh, I was wrong. <laughs> According to the director of communications at Respawn Entertainment. Uh, cross progression isn't coming until sometime in 2022. His exact quote seems that cross progression is gnarly as hell in terms of being a problem to solve. It's not only that you have to solve the technical challenge of merging existing accounts, but there are also legal and contractual issues to navigate with purchasing on other platforms. Different regions have different laws. It's a mess, but we're working on it and we're committed to delivering it. Now, my understanding as well in regards to he mentioned the contractual issues. It was a couple of weeks ago where I think there was a story coming out about how difficult sony in particular is with this kind of stuff oh, and yeah. purchases on these uh platforms and accounts and them wanting essentially a cut of purchases across all uh platforms if, not if just the like, ones made on theirs y-
1: yeah if it wasn't making a certain amount on playstation or something yeah it was yes yeah. i forgot how the math worked but it it was i don't even know how, how Listen, people figured that shit I out. i would
0: <laughs> i would love for cross progression to come to Apex Legends, because it came to Switch. I don't play on the Switch because cross progression is not there. You know, yeah. considering that I do get the Battle Pass, and their Battle Pass in particular is one of those where unless you are—that's the only game you're playing—it's going to take me the entirety of the season to get to the max level in yeah. that pass. And so I would love to be able to play this on the Switch, even if it was to just hey, let me go in there with the focus of. Getting some of these challenges done, not worrying too much about ranked or, you know, actually winning, but just going and goofing around and, and trying out new uh, legends and stuff like that. I would do that on the Switch. I would do that on the PC. I would do that on, you know, the PlayStation 5 when someone's using the other TV. But without cross progression, I'm just not going to be playing it on different platforms. I mean, I think... Uh Fortnite has always handled it really, really well, and I understand there's a lot of issues in getting it implemented, but Fortnite, Rocket League, I mean games have already been doing this and so yeah. um this needs to just it just needs to be the norm going forward, yeah. honestly. Just like crossplay is slowly becoming the norm going forward, cross progression needs to be there as well.
1: It always makes me so happy when I like fire up uh Game Pass game, and I like look at the little tags they put on uh, the app for it, and it's just, like, cross-progression, cross-play, cloud saves. I'm just like, yes, I can play this anywhere I want and not worry. Um, It it makes life easy. But, like, I I understand uh, legal and contractual stuff. That stuff takes time. You need to make sure you dot all your I's, cross all your T's. There's nothing there. And then, especially... I bet the devs are like we could just flip the switch we could just flip the switch and then like legal and compliance are like well if you do that then we have to deal with all this shit and no so um that's why it's gonna take time
0: all right our next story is so insane to me oh yes i had just watched suicide squad i think moments before i saw that have you seen it yet
1: yeah I, we watched it the night it came out it was oh, okay okay it was a great time. oh you said
0: you said oh it's so good right that's what you said yeah. um yeah. yes it is so good i mean i don't want to get into a discussion on it here because i do think that i'm very spoiler averse and i'm not going to be somebody yeah. who even even the littlest details i try yeah. not to talk about i loved it felt like a movie very much made for me uh not sure if everybody's gonna love it <laughs> Although it, it is getting great critical reception, so I uh, did, not not to stick on it for too long. I was talking yeah. to a friend of uh, my friends
1: about it, and I was like, I was, uh, I was like, oh, like it's great. Like you guys should definitely check it out if you have HBO Max, or uh, yeah, definitely watch it. And one, one of my friends was like, oh yeah, parents were complaining that uh, it was too violent for their kids, and I was like, it's rated it's, R. It's rated, why, yeah. why are you bringing your children to a rated R movie without checking what, what the for, content I mean, of the movie is?
0: Forget the violence. There is there's stuff in there. <laughs> like, yes. The violence might be the least of, of your worries and your problems. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. one of those things where I'm actually going back and forth. You know, TJ's 13 yeah, now, mm-hmm. and so I'm debating on whether or not I let him watch it, you know, with me based yeah. on... Because that is a... I mean, that movie is, is an R. That's it's an, an, R. R. It's, it's an R.
1: It's an yeah. R. Like, it's, like, it's like, should I should I edit the movie? <laughs> and then like, yeah. but like, like If you edit it, it'll be like, what, 15 minutes at the end of the day? Yeah. Also, um, I just
0: love... Oh, And the reason we mentioned Suicide Squad yeah. is because Idris Elba has been confirmed to be the voice of Knuckles in it's, the it's, Sonic sequel.
1: When I first saw it, I was like, what? And then I was like... Yes. Yes. This is. Yeah, this is Absolutely. What, this, this is what we need.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> Listen, I everybody loves I. I feel like everybody loves Idris yeah. alba, right? Yeah. And he treats every role seriously. Like he gives a hundred percent to every single role. Stinger and he Bell. also has like no shame in taking roles in these fandoms and these nerd dumbs, if you want to call. It. Like you know what I mean? In these pop culture movies and these sci-fi movies and just giving it a hundred and ten percent and he it's why he's one of my favorite actors and so to know that he's going to be the voice of Knuckles when I first saw it I had the same I was like Are you kidding me? Like first off he seems way too big of a name uh for he's that he's got- kind of role <laughs> He's got
1: to be a fan of, like, he must have loved Sonic. Yeah. He must have played Sonic yeah. and Knuckles growing up. And, like, somebody was just, like, he, he's, like, talked to his, like, agents, like, oh, I want to play Knuckles. I heard Knuckles yeah. is coming.
0: The funny thing is, is now I'm trying to picture Knuckles being animated with his voice coming out of it. And I, it I, 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 I I'm, listen, I think it works. I'm very excited for it. And... I think that first movie was you know, uh much better than it had any right to be. I still have to see it. And it's so, on Amazon, I think. So. I'm excited for the so you still haven't seen it? I haven't. so
1: we were gonna go on Valentine's you're out Day. Here,
0: you're not here playing too much, you know, uh Xenoblade <laughs> Chronicles. You need to watch more <laughs> yeah, Sonic. Yeah, that's, why.
1: that's exactly why. Um so we we went to we I got tickets for Valentine's Day. I brought my wife to a fancy dinner, we got to the restaurant and it was so busy we decided to skip out on dessert Um, that was part of the package because it was taking too long. And by the time, like, we left the theater, got our car, uh, not the theater, the restaurant, uh, the head for the theater, we were like, we're going to be 15 minutes late, and I hate arriving to a movie theater late. Uh, Like, if I even miss, like, the first minute, I'm like, like, it's ruined. It's ruined. (laughs) Everything pivotal happens in that first minute, (laughs) even though it doesn't.
0: (laughs) You need to you need to watch it and then report back to me. I mean listen. Yeah. It's not great. <laughs> I, I know. I heard it it's is, a good
1: time. If, yes it's exactly. a good, fun silly
0: time. Yeah. Yeah. Alright. Next bit of news. Nintendo is hosting a new indie world showcase. This or they hosted was, it. Yes, I was gonna say this was added into the oh, dock yes. where originally <laughs> was supposed to record. But now we are here past it a day after it actually. And they announced a ton of new games, and including some that were actually um, made it into uh, Game Pass and are coming to Game Pass. And so, do you have a list of actually all the stuff? There's
1: that a Polygon article on the list. That yes, here it is right me. now. Yes. Okay,
0: so just to go through some of the games that were announced and seven of them dropped on the eShop already. Yeah. Uh there's Bomb Rush Cyberfunk is coming to Switch. Loop Hero is coming to Switch, which is huge because I've actually been wanting to play Loop Hero on PC, but it feel it always felt to me like something that would be perfect yep. on the go in the hand on the Switch. And it was one of those games where I very much I was like I would love to play this. I wish it was on Switch. And just put it out, put it in like coming... kickstand
1: mode, and just let it loop around. Like I
0: watched so many streams of this game
1: in the background, yeah. and I was like, "Ah, oh, this is just a perfect background game." But I don't want to play it on PC. This next one, I'm actually really excited
0: about. Um, and sorry, I had mentioned some coming to Game Pass. I was actually confusing. Yeah. There was also like an ID and Xbox uh, yeah. stream that happened this week where it had some indie titles. So I apologize. Correct myself on that. Uh. Shovel Knight's new game is coming to Switch. Yeah, it's 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 Shovel Knight Pocket Dungeon. Pocket Dungeon, yes. A puzzle uh, dungeon crawler from Yacht Club Games.
1: It's cool because you're actually moving across the board. So it's not like your average drop three. So you're moving your character around, not trying to get crushed and clear the board. Um, Mm -hmm. So I thought that was really cool. Um, I'm excited for this. I was kind of hoping this one would drop
0: today, but that wasn't the case. Uh, Tetris Effect, Tome, and Metal Slug Tactics are coming to Switch. Give me that Metal Slug Tactics.
1: Um, and Tetris Effect Connected is already a fantastic game, which is on Game Pass as well, if you haven't tried it out. Um, it's it's so good.
0: Chucklefish, Chucklefish's Eastward comes to Switch the, next month. Chucklefish is the publisher so behind Stardew Valley, right? Yeah,
1: uh, not yeah. The de- they did take over, uh, I think, development responsibilities or, or helping uh, the yeah. creator of uh, Stardew with that. But, yeah, they're the publisher behind Stardew. Uh,
0: and that's point. one of those games that is coming to Game Pass that was announced this week, is that Stardew Valley is coming to yeah. Game Pass on Xbox. Um, Axiom Verge 2 and six other games are available now on the eShop. There's Boyfriend Dungeon, which I... We it's mentioned Game earlier today is also yeah. on Game Pass. There's Necro Barista, Final Pour, Garden Story, Islanders Console Edition, Slime Rancher, Portable Edition, and Curious Expedition 2. Is regular Slime Rancher still on Game Pass? Uh, yes, I believe it is. Okay. Um, and then a bunch of other Nintendo Switch ports got release dates, including Near, which is January 2020, 100, dog, 100 Days Winemaking Simulator, which is this winter, Gang Beast this winter, Lumber Bear Jack 2022, and Far Changing Tides early 2022. So when this stream was happening,
1: my brother-in-law, my my sister-in-law's been over with her husband. What do you call your sister-in-law's husband?
0: Is he just your brother-in-law? Your sister-in-law's... Husband. Wait. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, (laughs) I think I would just say my sister-in-law's husband. I don't think okay. I'd say brother in law, but. Okay, yeah. I, I so don't, my si- know. I don't know.
1: My, my sister in law's husband, uh, uh, he's been over this week. Uh, he's like in between an internship and uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, and a new start of his master's semester. And uh, we were watching the stream together, and then Boyfriend Dungeon comes out. And I was like, we, we were just dying of laughter at the concepts of the game. I know a lot of people love loved these. And I was like, I was like, it's out it's coming to Game Pass. We're downloading it and we're gonna stream it. <laughs> I've been trying to convince them to stream it with me. Um just see what it actually is about. Um Yeah, it was it was very indie. Uh I think Eastward was definitely a standout for me. The art style in it looks amazing. Um it's like a role playing post apocalyptic game. Uh, I don't know, something about it just screams. 10 out of 10 <laughs> to me. So uh, uh, I can't wait for it to come out. And I think that was that September
0: 16th. So can't wait to get my
1: hands on that next month.
0: Um, I added in another story into the docs. That I had already mentioned it. It was everything that was announced at the Idea Xbox Showcase. Okay. i so. pull that bad boy up. I'm going to just, while he's pulling, I'm going to go through Lightyear Frontier, which is a vibrant sci fi farming simulator, gives players their own mechs used to harvest materials, grow crops, and build settlements. You can knock out these activities alone or with up to three other friends and four player co op. That's going to launch in early access next year on Xbox consoles and PC. There is also The Wandering Village, which is uh, a unique city builder where the village in question is situated atop a giant dinosaur like creature. This one looks really really cool um do you have it Ooh. up right now yeah yeah <laughs> and you can see that on top of looking after your residents by building uh shelter and growing their food supply you also form a symbiotic bond with your living landmass and keep it healthy by steering it away from hazardous hazardous spores
1: reminds me of the cool. elephant from one piece in the one orc <laughs> or the zao orc actually
0: there's lab rat which is uh, it puts lab rat Puts you at the mercy of an evolving AI, who, as you might have guessed, is all too happy to throw you into harm's way in the name of science. So this is a puzzle game coming. RPG Time, The Legend of Right. This is a hand-drawn RPG. Oh, yes. It centers on an aspiring, young aspiring game designer who creates his own epic adventure within the confines of his notebook. The, the style of this game is so cool, man. Um, I know this had been previously announced, but it is... Arriving for Xbox platforms, PC, and mobile devices this winter.
1: Ooh, the, yeah, no. The, I remember seeing this, at I think it was E3 2019. And it was just like instantly, um, I think everybody was super hyped to see this. So I'm glad we finally have a release okay. period for it.
0: All right, I'm going to try to go through some of these a little bit faster because there's a ton of games still. Yeah. Inked, A Tale of Love. Uh, Ink the Tell Love sports a comparatively cleaner look brought to life by Ballpoint Pen. The game stars a nameless warrior searching for his loved one, a painter, by solving puzzles. So another puzzle game. This one launches on August
1: 27th. Oh, it's so cute. We
0: have Sam and Max Save the World Remastered. And that released... Actually, it looks like that released two days ago. And they're and the Sam and eight. Max. You know, I had started to play them maybe like 10 years ago, because there was, I think, like a Sam & Max collection on Steam.
1: I won and that
0: on Twitter. Someone was giving away Steam codes, and I responded
1: fast enough, and I got one for the entire collection, and I never played it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think I had started, but just fell off almost immediately. Is it? Uh, what, it's one of those things where Telltale had started doing... By the time I had played this, I had already been playing Telltale's like Walking Dead and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and that style of point-and-click. Adventure. Oh, it's a point and click. And okay. Yes. And so that's what my first introduction to point and click was, was that style. And so it's hard for me to go back to the older style. Yeah. Um, there are some exceptions, but for the most part it's kind of hard for me. Ali Ali World was shown off. We the game going to we found out the game's going to run at 4K 120 frames on Ooh. the new
1: hardware. This looks like it's going to be so much fun
0: to just watch and play. Uh, the big con which is about a teenage con artist using her skills to swindle folks out of their money in order to save her mom's video store. Uh, and they announced that the voice cast is, includes Troy Baker and Erica Ishii, who is actually the voice of Valkyrie, the Ooh. not the most recent Apex legend, but the one right before. Uh, Aeon Drive was announced, this, or, or shown off, the Cyberpunk action side-scroller both Fast Place platforming that looks smooth as butter it can be played alone or with friends and four player co-op the full game arrives this fall it looks like they're also going to have a separate pvp mode there's paparazzi have you seen this one <laughs> I, I i did not there was another a camera a photo adventure game on nintendo's but this okay, one looks yeah. adorable So, this is build your photography career by capturing snapshots of canines who can all don (laughs) all manner of outfits and engage in a variety of wacky activities, like tearing up half pipes on a skateboard. There are no humans either, only dogs. It kind of feels like Pokemon Snap, but with dogs?
1: Yeah, (laughs) this looks adorable.
0: Yeah. There's Library of Ruina, which is out now on Xbox Game Pass, and I actually saw it in the Game Pass list and was, you know curious as to what this game was my only problem though is the icon in game pass like the cover art for it makes the title of the game almost unreadable uh it's it's a very strange choice but anyway um you engage in card battles against other librarians and visitors who when defeated turn into books for your collection
1: I was planning on checking this out, and I read a, I was on the Rosetta forum, and they're like, "There's a lot they throw at you in that first half hour,"
0: which mm-hmm. turned well, I think, some uh, people off. <laughs> I'll let you try it out, and then you, <laughs> you can talk about it, and then I'll decide whether or not I give it a go. Again oh. on Game Pass, so there's kind of no reason not to. Is this uh, early
1: access or is it fully out now? No,
0: I think it's fully out. Is my okay. understanding. The veil, shadow of the crown. Uh, how about a game? How about a game where you can't see but can only hear? The Veil Shadow of the Crown puts you in the shoes of a blind warrior, and thus players must rely on audio to survive a harsh medical world. It launches August 19th on Xbox One and PC. Now, this seems like a dope concept. I mean, I've talked about this before where I am a little bit obsessed with audio design in video games, which is why I have the headsets that I have. And... I would very much like to play something like this and give this a shot.
1: I uh, I just want to see you try this game with different headsets and be like this is trash. This
0: I don't I don't want these
1: headphones. <laughs> oh,
0: you know what? That's not a terrible idea actually <laughs> is to try to play this game, specifically a game built around the concept of audio and seeing which headsets perform better just based on that one game alone. I might yeah. do that. That's a that's a good idea. I like that there's a feature pathfinder <laughs> pathfinder Ratchet, wrath of the righteous uh it was already announced that this game was coming the crpg was coming to pc on september 2nd but now we know that it's coming to xbox one as well as playstation 4 on march 1st 2022.
1: 20, i think they accidentally said during the stream that this was coming to game pass which it's
0: not um mm. but man this game looks like my jam I just am. I just haven't been found the CRPG that I have gotten like really, really into. Honestly, and so, th- th- yeah, I'm with
1: you. There's not many that have uh, struck a nerve with me, but there's something about this visually that speaks to me. <laughs> like the character and enemy designs
0: uh, that uh, look really cool. It is. This is a really nice looking game. Next game, Origami Two. Uh, which maintains the shadow manipulation and hardcore stealth of the 2016 original. But this time you can have two friends join the fray in three-player co-op. Hi, did Ooh. you play it, the first one at all? No. Uh, I don't even so i heard of the first one. I, I had started to play the first one, which you can only do in two-player co-op, I believe. Um, which makes sense considering that you know it points out that you can do it in three-player co-op now. And... Uh, it seems pretty cool, it just didn't didn't grab me. I also played it like way after it was I think I played it like a year ago because it was one of those games that I believe was offered as a games with gold at one point. Okay. And so I just had it downloaded and realized I had it in my library and then and then tried it out. Um Evil Geniuses I- 2 Evil Genius 2, Domination. The latest entry in the Supervillain simulator is making its way to consoles and Xbox Game Pass in q4 2021 so later (laughs) this year a manager and layer as i stated uh stardew valley is coming to xbox game pass for console and pc sometime this fall i've been meaning to play stardew valley especially since they added the multiplayer yeah and new end game stuff as well and uh, yeah and so Now I'm just, I'm absolutely going to wait for it to come to Game Pass. Because the one thing that was holding me back was deciding where I wanted, well, one of the things holding me back, was deciding where I wanted to get this game and what platform to have it on. And so the fact that it's coming to Game Pass for both console and PC means that that's where I'll be playing.
1: I think I bought it on Xbox as well already. So if you, if you want, we can get a farm going. Uh, I'm
0: unless really unless excited you, to listen to Unless you just do don't want oven. me on your farm no no no! of course absolutely. i'm really excited to listen to this episode back because i realized that for whatever reason because i'm focused on these articles i keep moving the mic closer and farther away from me so i feel like during this portion of the podcast the audio spikes gonna be all over the place
1: it's been coming in fine for the most part but that all might right. be just discord
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> Space lines from the far out. Imagine the co-op insanity of overcooked, but instead of trying to operate a kitchen, you're piloting a
1: spaceship. <gasps> this sounds amazing. Mm-hmm.
0: So this is coming out this fall, and it looks like you can already play a demo right now. Ooh, I know what well, I might stream this weekend. All right, the last Wait, thing showed did it they off say where was
1: a demo is available. Is it Xbox?
0: I would assume so. Although idea. Xbox could also be on the Windows Store, I assume. But I, my, my assumption would be that it is on Xbox. Okay.
1: I'm going to have to check that one out. All
0: right. And then the showcase concluded with a new gameplay video for The Artful Escape, which is arriving September 9th on Xbox consoles and PC. Um, I love platformers and... I also love music-fueled platformers, (laughs) and so I am excited to check that out.
1: Oh, this was the guitar one,
0: right? Yeah, from
1: Annapurna. Ooh.
0: Yep. Okay. Yeah. This was showed off like a year? Was it showed off last year?
1: 2019, I want to say?
0: So two years ago. Yeah. Or 2020. No, it might have been 2020. Um, Yeah. I
1: forgot all about this.
0: Yeah no i'm I'm really excited for this one um, and it doesn't look like it's coming to game pass, but this is a game I'm getting no matter what so although I feel like when it was first announced it was announced it's coming to game pass mm, we'll see yeah, we'll see I don't know <laughs> it just feels like everything's coming to game pass <laughs> exactly all right, so the last bit of news we have for this week that we want to touch on is the GTA Remastered Trilogy appears to be real and will also be coming to the Switch, in addition to the PS5 and Xbox consoles. After, and this is an article coming from Kotaku, after months of rumors and speculation, Kotaku has learned from sources that Rockstar Games may be remastering three classic Grand Theft Auto games. Uh, Currently it appears these games will be released later this fall for a multitude of platforms, including the portable Nintendo Switch. According to the sources, Rockstar is actively developing remastered versions of Grand Theft Auto 3, Grand Theft Auto Vice City, and Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. All of these games are being remastered using Unreal Engine and will be a mix of new and old graphics. Uh, one source who claims to have seen a snippet of the games in action said that the visuals reminded them of a heavily modded version of a classic GTA title. The UI for the games are being updated too, but retain the same classic style. Now.
1: Cool.
0: Are you like, like excited about this? I mean, I I'm excited for
1: your son to play through them <laughs> and enter in the cheat codes. Yeah. See if you remember I mean, that's, that. So tank code. that's the that's
0: the funny thing is that I feel like I don't think first of all I didn't play any of San Andreas actually. Oh, okay. That's, uh, this is a, this is at a time one. when I, yeah, this is yeah. at a time when I wasn't playing like PlayStation Two games. And for the most part, 3 and, um, and Vice City, I feel like my memories are just entering in <laughs> cheat codes and trying to get my wine at level as high as possible and playing the game that way. Not actually playing through the story all that much. If this was a, remaster, or a remake... If this was a remake of these mm-hmm. 3 games, I think I would be in. And to play uh, them, and play them
1: again. 100% with you on that. 100%. But like it, just remake it in GTA 5. Like I yes. don't like people right. fans have been doing this. Like they've already been like recreating the old maps and mods and stuff and there's already yeah. uh, those stories where Take-Two was sending DMCA uh, takedowns the yep. classic GTA My- mods.
0: I mean, um, my guess is that we got the news recently. There was a report about the next GTA not coming out for another year, another couple of years still. What was it, 2023? Yeah. Was it? Or, and left? so I feel like it was 2025. <laughs> see. Oh, was it that far out? Yeah, maybe. Shit. Uh, and so this feels like, especially it just being a remaster, kind of feels like just a stopgap in. To hold people over until the next title is uh, released. Yeah, I think
1: 2025 or 2026. uh, Oh my gosh. Yeah. What they
0: were saying. You know what? You want to know what I want next? I don't listen. Stop with your Red Deads. (laughs) Stop with your Red Deads. Stop with your GTA remasters. And give us a Bully too.
1: <laughs> I haven't exactly played that first I one. I haven't played that first one. You've never I, played the
0: first one? I, I, played, I don't I think played I had a working console one. at the time. And then they put it out on 360 and I just was pl- busy playing Halo. So, yeah. I played that game way after originally released because I played it on the 360. And I was so pleasantly surprised with that game. And to this day is one of my favorite GTA likes. You know, even though that one is much more confined and restricted in its you know open worldness. Yeah. we'll say uh i would absolutely play a bully 2 tomorrow like if after halo's release if you told me that they were working on a bully 2 that would probably be my next most anticipated game that or Dead you know, space
1: you know what i want back i want rockstar to bring back midnight club i loved those games um it's their rock started to make racing games and the, yeah. they were really good um I'll put so many hours into one and two and three um did they do a fourth i feel like they did a fourth one maybe they ended with dumb edition. uh yeah it was just like the perfect arcade racer you could drive on two wheels like it was during the era of fast when fast and furious movies were about fast racing cars like you <laughs> yeah. had nos you had like you were like uh, drafting behind people oh, it, was just, it was so good um yeah. and like everything moved towards like simulation after that um i think forza has been the closest uh like the forza horizons has been the closest in terms of uh that but like forza is just not as actiony um as a midnight club would be
0: yeah, I mean, I honestly, I'd even take them making a Max Payne sweet sequel to Max Payne 3 before I got ex- before getting this remastered trilogy. I'm sure there are people out there that are excited about this and have the nostalgia for it and stuff like that, but this just doesn't get me going at, uh, yeah, at all. Like, at least bit. And like, like I said, if it was a remake, I would be much more excited, but it just being a remaster doesn't do anything for me. I would like to just see them
1: do something different uh, uh, uh like tackle a different genre just <laughs> of game like what can you do with an rpg like they're great storytellers like rockstar can tell a great story make an rpg like i want to see what like what can they do to change up the genre like they came in and they they defined what open world games are with gta3 like Once GTA 3 came out and was a success, everybody was copying that format. Like Saints Row was literally the original Saints Row was just a Grand Theft Auto clone in the beginning and until it found its identity and it evolved from there. Um, I think I think this is cool for people that really love those games and want to go back to them, but it's kind of like that Mario 3D All Star collection. I bought it and I was like, oh, cool. Um, I wish they kind of did more with it instead. (laughs) Uh, And I barely touched it. But yeah, Uh, San Andreas, check it out. I think you'll really like it. Yeah, maybe I'll get around to it. We'll
0: see. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know, (laughs) there's there's too many games. There's too many games. (laughs) Too many games. Um, But yeah, uh, that wraps it up for the news. And pretty much wraps up this podcast. Blah, you want to let people know where they can follow the site. Follow the podcast, follow you, actually find out when we're going to record. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, uh, you guys can follow The Workprint over uh, at theworkprint.com where I think we have articles going up uh, uh, every week. <laughs> um, it, 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 the summer is a quiet period. Uh, yeah. We, yeah. Especially, no, uh, it's
0: hard. It's also hard considering the state of movies right now where everything's getting delayed and, and stuff. Yeah. Actually, uh, we Christian- just had that news about the next Venom being delayed.
1: Yeah, so October... Is that 2022 or is that...
0: No, no, no. It's, it's been delayed three weeks, so it's still oh, three weeks. this year. Okay, yeah. But we'll we'll see if it makes that date, considering the current trajectory of the state of the c- country.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, Christian wrote a Suicide Squad review. When I read the headline for it, I felt dirty. Uh, so just go over to com. It's on the top of the page. Um, and... If you want, if you feel like feeling dirty. Yeah. Um, it, it's also a great review. Uh, yeah. And then on socials at The Work Print on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Twitch. Uh, if you guys haven't already, uh, if you're an Amazon uh, Prime subscriber, you can give us, you can subscribe to The Workprint Twitch channel, or give us a follow if you haven't. Uh, that means a lot. Uh, helps us out for sure. And uh, yeah, on rate, review the podcast over on Apple or on Google. Podcast or Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, yeah, you can follow me at Bilal underscore Mian on Twitter and NightMystic over on Twitch.
0: Yeah, and I'll just repeat what he said. One of the best ways that you can help support us is just by telling people about us, uh, whether it be tuning in live to the Twitch stream when we do the podcast or catching some of our video game streams when we do those or even just listening to the podcast itself when it releases on your platform of choice tell your friends about it it helps out a lot as always thank you guys so much for tuning in you can follow me at sunnyvice20 s-u-n-n-y-v-i-c-e-2-0 on pretty much all social media uh, i'm most active on twitter however and yeah thank you guys so much Bilal. thank you for taking the time out today <laughs> and pitting up with me not being able to make it on our normal day And who knows next week? My wife is thirty nine weeks and one
1: day, so we got we got a baby coming, and we don't know when. So hey, listen,
0: the moment the maybe the moment that baby comes, you let me know, and I'll I'll figure out plans to keep this show going.
1: Yeah, I'll I'll be there in the the labor and delivery room with the podcast. (laughs) Yeah, with the laptop and (laughs) my my wife just (laughs) shouting death threats in the back.
0: It's all right. You have the the quick mute on your mic. We'll be good. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. You just you just tap the top of it. Like yeah, if you're watching the live stream, you'll see us occasionally just tapping the top of our mics for a quick mute, which is like a great feature. Like if you click oh it's a the great podcasting. Yeah. Like this Elgato Wave Three. Like I, Rob mentioned it to me, and then I was like, shit, I, I I don't have money for a mic, but my anniversary is coming up, and uh, <laughs> it was it was worth it. It was worth every penny.
0: Um, no, I love it. I really do. I yeah. love this mic so much. Anyway, so I think
1: is it Tuesday next week or Wednesday next week? Uh, what is it, Rob? It is Tuesday. Okay, <laughs> next week. We're unless,
0: unless I'm in a hospital. <laughs> yeah, and then who knows? Yes. All right. Again, thank you guys so much for watching. Those who watch it live, and thank you so much for listening. Those who are listening to this after the fact. Until next time. Hmm. buh-bye. Bye bye.